Amen. Matthew 2. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For he saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, by no means least among the rulers of Judea, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I may too come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they'd offer him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they, be, they departed to their own country by another way. You may be seated. Very familiar verses. You know, and I'd like to bring as much light of clarity to these verses as scriptures allows. You know, in these verses, we see speculation in how things are set up, our nativity scenes, how it's pictured that these were kings that came. But you know, when we handle the Word of God, God told Pilate, you know, he said, I came to bear witness to the truth. We have to stick to the Scriptures and the truth of scriptures. We can speculate, but then we should say we're speculating, and we can speculate with knowledge from the scriptures that it leans toward a direction. But in reality, these were not kings. They were magi. Where we get the words magician. Wise men is fitting. They're probably advisors to kings or kingships. Perhaps they were involved in the black arts. We don't know. Or they were just studious men. As many advisors, even to our own presidents, would be where they studied foreign countries, foreign nations. Usually for their own protection. They also wanted to know what the other guy was up to. 
And we don't know if there was three. It's speculated because three gifts. Maybe it was one, and he gave three gifts. We're not told. Many believe it would have been a large group, a large caravan. Foreign dignitaries going through a foreign countries would need armed escorts. Food and provisions and shelter needed to be carried with them. So some speculate that it was a caravan, 30, 100, even more. We're not told. We're not told when they arose or when they arrived at the birth. Was it right at the birth? Were they there with the wise men? I think not, and I think Scripture points against that. I think it was at least 40 days afterwards, perhaps even up to two years. And what about the star? Some feel it was a comet. Kepler, the great astronomer, he studies the stars. And one thing, there is certainty how the stars rotate and what occurs. You can look back and you can look forward what will happen. And right at the time of birth, there was a conjunction of planets, which made it appear that there was a new star in the sky, a huge star. And then it disappeared for a while, and then it reappeared. Was it that? Or was it like when God led the Israelites with a pillar of flames at night and a pillar of smoke during the day? Was it something supernatural, miraculous, or a combination? You know, we can speculate, we can ponder, we try to figure these things out. We should always go with what the Scripture allows us to go and no further when we say this is what the Scriptures say. So let's look at these verses. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Okay, we do know they came from the east. They were wise men, ambassadors, magi. Traveled a long way, probably from Persia, which would be Iran or Iraq nowadays. We know for certain they came, and we know why they came. Saying, this is what they are saying, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw a star when it rose and have come to worship him. They came with a specific task, these wise men. They were searching for the king of the Jews. Now the star did not lead them to Jerusalem. The star appeared when the king was born, they said. They came to Jerusalem because it was Zion. It was the heart of Jewish religion. And look at the phrase, the king of the Jews. 
They knew they were coming because the Messiah was born. That was a phrase that was specific for the Messiah, the King of the Jews. They weren't coming to the King of the Jews to see Herod, who was the King of the Jews, who wasn't a Jew. The Jews hated him. He was a gifted administrator, a gifted builder, only to be surpassed by being a gifted killer and a bloodthirsty, cruel man. And any threat to his kingship was dealt with with bloodshed, even to the point where he killed his own family members. They feel he was ruling about 40 years, so they weren't looking for him. They were looking for the King of the Jews, the Messiah. Have you ever considered... Were these Magi converted Jews? They said they're coming to worship the king of the Jews. Maybe they were. We're not told. How did they know the Messiah was born? How did they know that a star appearing in the sky meant that the king of the Jews was born? I think it was divine intervention. Divine intervention. You know, and later on when it says they were told in a dream not to come back or not to go to Herod, that's divine intervention. If they were converted to Judaism, it's only by the divine intervention, just as us, any of us are saved. It's a miraculous thing. They came to Zion. And they were asking around, where is he who has been, who was born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose. They felt this king would be born in Bethlehem, or in uh, Jerusalem. They're asking around, where's the king? Where's the Messiah? Now Herod, because of the dog he was, he'd have his spies out listening to anything that went in town, so it wouldn't take long for him to hear about these foreign dignitaries who came searching for a new king, the king of the Jews. And when heard, the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Kind of an understatement. He was beside himself. He felt a real threat. Here are these highly educated diplomats are coming and saying, a new king has been born. The Messiah has been born. The true king of the Jews. And this terrified Herod. He was terrified of a baby. But did you notice it says when Herod the king heard this, 
He was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Wouldn't you think the people of Jerusalem would be rejoicing? They're waiting for the long-awaited Messiah. And now these wise men are coming and saying, the Messiah is born. Why were they troubled? We can only speculate that in the past, what Herod did when he was troubled, he would destroy any threat. and He probably cast a wide net of murder to kill people that probably weren't even involved in a threat against him. Again, we, that's speculation. Although it's not speculation without any knowledge, look how Herod did react. A bloodbath for every child under two years old in Bethlehem. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Herod wanted to narrow it down. Where is this king? He was a true tyrant. He would lie, cheat, deceive whoever he could to protect his kingship. It tells us then Herod summoned the wise men and secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word that I may come and worship him. Oh, yeah, guys, you know, when did this star appear? That's why some speculate that they told him maybe two, up to two years ago. Because that's the age of the children that he killed, two years and younger. He was deceiving. He was a very deceptive and evil and wicked man. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came and rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. That's why I think this was a miraculous light. Because it would have to specifically take them to the residence where Mary was. But notice now also, the Holy Family is no longer in the stable. And going into the house... They saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. The wise men went into the house, not a stable. So it was after the birth, after they 
moved into a house. And also we're told 40 days later they presented Jesus to the temple to offer the sacrifice, the required sacrifice. We're told they gave two turtle doves. Now usually the sacrifice for that was from the young of the flock, except for the poor who couldn't afford the young of a flock. So if Mary and Joseph had received gold, frankincense, and myrrh, they would have been wealthy. The required sacrifice would have been a young of the flock. That's why I think there's evidence that it was at least 40 days later or more that these wise men arrived. Speculation? Yes. They weren't there when the shepherds were there. They weren't at the stable. They were at a house. They did give these valuable gifts. Many speculate why, and I think there's reason to speculate. Gold because of a king. Kings pretty much have everything. It is the king who has a golden scepter. When lesser vassal kings bring tribute to the greater king, it's gold. Frankincense. It's an incense, but it's the purest of incense. It's not a blend. It's the most expensive. And incense is used to worship God. Myrrh. That's the spice of nobility, the spice of man. And many feel this was because of his incarnation. It would be the spice that was also used for burial. It was the burial spice, the base of it. So I think we can speculate. Because what was Jesus? His man, his God, our high priest, our king. Then opening the treasures they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Divine intervention to protect our Lord. I believe it was divine intervention that these ambassadors from another country came to worship the King of kings and Lord of lords. Were they converted? Did they believe in God? Evidence points that they did, but we don't know. But I guess what is the lessons we are to learn from this?
but foreign dignitaries, people that we don't even know if they truly are men of faith, come and bring gifts to the Lord of lords and the King of kings and bow down and worship him. And they give him his finest. The gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. They go out of their way to come and worship. They make it a priority. Take a dangerous journey. What about us who have been transformed by divine intervention to the knowledge of Jesus Christ? Should it not be our priority that we come and worship our King? Go out of our way to make sure we come to worship Him? Give Him our finest gifts? Does He deserve anything less? You know, the first gifts of Christmas were gifts to Jesus Christ and the Holy Family. When we realize that our God came and lived among us, and we know why, in a few months we'll be remembering the Easter season. Shouldn't we take an example from these foreign dignitaries? Worship Him. Give Him our best. And praise Him that He came and walked among us. Let us pray. Thank You, Lord, that You came and walked among us. You loved us enough to come down where we could worship You. The plan of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit that you would walk among men for the benefit of mankind. Let us continue to remember that in Jesus' name.